Good morning, and thank you for joining me once again. And we are making our way uh, through the book of Acts in uh, the pursuit of reading through the Bible in a year. And so we're at chapter 20. We're going to look at chapters 20, 21, and 22 today. Uh, we're going to zero in in just a moment on probably the most uh, lengthy portion that we have looked at in the course of the book of Acts, but it's probably my favorite section of Acts. So it says a great deal to us about the nature of the church and the nature of the elders or pastors of the church. So we'll uh, focus in uh, there beginning in verse uh, 17 of chapter 20. Uh, Paul, uh, as the chapter opens, uh, is uh, still uh, there in Europe. Uh, he is going to be traveling back to Jerusalem, and in the course of that travel, he's going to pass through Ephesus, and is going to have uh, this uh, final meeting with the the elders of that church of the Ephesian with the Ephesian uh, elders. He's going to go uh, to Jerusalem. He's going to meet uh, the brother of the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, James, uh, and uh, it is here uh, that. Uh, uh, the troubles uh, that lead to his arrest and this whole business of going all the way to Rome uh, to appeal uh, his uh, indictment in terms of uh, what he has uh, done uh, in, in terms of offending the Jews in the temple and preaching the gospel, uh, that's going to work its way out uh, through all of the uh, lower courts and make it to, uh, as it is, the uh, superior court of, uh, of Rome. And so we're going to see him... Uh, uh, preach the gospel uh, to these uh, pagan uh, Gentile uh, leaders uh, in defense of what he has done and how he has not violated uh, any uh, law of the uh, empire of Rome. Now, back to chapter 20, verse 17. Now from Miletus he sent to Ephesus and called the elders of the church to come to him. And when they came to him, he said to them, You yourselves know how I lived among you the whole time from the first day that I set foot in Asia, serving the Lord with all humility and with tears and with trials that happened to me through the plots of the Jews, how I did not shrink from declaring to you anything that was profitable and teaching you in public and from house to house, testifying both to Jews and to Greeks of repentance toward God and of faith in our Lord Jesus Christ. And now behold, I am going to Jerusalem, constrained by the Spirit, not knowing what will happen to me there, except that the Holy Spirit testifies to me in every city that imprisonment and afflictions await me. But I do not account my life of any value, nor as precious to myself, if only I may finish my course in the ministry that I received from the Lord Jesus to testify to the gospel of the grace of God. And now behold, I know that none of you among whom I have gone about proclaiming the kingdom will see my face again. Therefore I testify you to you this day that I am innocent of the blood of all, for I did not shrink from declaring to you the whole counsel of God. Pay careful attention to yourselves and to all the flock in which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers uh, to care for the church of God which he obtained with his own blood, to know that after my departure fierce wolves will come in among you, not sparing the flock. And from among, you, your own from among your own selves will arise men speaking twisted things to draw away the disciples after them. Therefore be alert, remembering that for three years I did not cease night or day to admonish everyone with tears, and now I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and to give you the inheritance among all those who are sanctified. I coveted no one's silver or gold or apparel. 
You yourselves know that these hands ministered to my necessities and to those who were with me. In all things, I've shown you that by working hard in this way, we must help the weak and remember the words of the Lord Jesus Christ, how he himself said, it is more blessed to give than receive. And when he had said these things, he knelt down and prayed with them, and there was much weeping on the part of all. They embraced Paul and kissed him, being sorrowful most of all, because of the word he had spoken, that they would not see his face again. And they accompanied him to the ship. So uh, Paul wants to have a, a reunion with those that had meant so much uh, to him during his long tenure uh, at the church uh, in Ephesus. He is fully aware of what lies ahead uh, for, the, for, uh, uh, for him uh, while he is not overly concerned about his life. Uh, that he lives unto God, he lives for the sake of the gospel, and already, uh, as he would state in the book of uh, Philippians, uh, that for him to live is Christ and to die is gain. And so you could see uh, that embedded in what he is going to say. He reminds them of several things that I think is absolutely important. It's important for the church. It's certainly important for the pastors of the church. That our desire is to be innocent of the blood of all. Well, how is it that we could be innocent of the blood of all? Well, I believe the key is to preach the whole counsel of God. That we must rightly divide. We must uh, uh, speak boldly and faithfully of that which God has given us from the book of Genesis uh, all the way through the book of Revelation. And he charges... Uh, those that are pastors, and he uses the term overseers there in verse 28. The, the Greek is episkopos, uh, that they are to care. Uh, that word is uh, poimano, the word, the word related to the word for shepherd and comes translated sometimes as pastor. So uh, the, the overseers, which he's previously referred to in verse 17 as elders, presbyteros, uh, that uh, they are assigned a particular duty and that is to oversee the people of God and to give care to the people of God. And I believe primarily that care comes from our ministry of the word to the people of God. And then he gives a warning uh, that even in the church that there's going to be trouble. We've seen trouble uh, occasionally in the book of Acts. This trouble is going to be internal trouble once again. Uh, that there will be uh, uh, false prophets, false teachers. There will be sheep, uh, wolves among the sheep, and they will do great damage uh, to the church. And so there's always a call uh, for discernment within uh, the life of the church. Uh, he closes with again a reminder of the nature of his ministry, his life there uh, in Ephesus, and they certainly are aggrieved that this will be their final uh, audience uh, with this uh, great apostle, this one who had so faithfully discharged before them uh, the great duty of pastoring, of leading, of shepherding, of overseeing, of proclaiming uh, the gospel uh, in the church of the living God. And so there's a great deal uh, for uh, the church to take away. There's a great deal for pastors to take away uh, that the church uh, should demand uh, that their pastors fulfill the duties uh, that are at least alluded to here in this wonderful passage. So I pray that this is a blessing to your day and we'll look forward to seeing you once again tomorrow.